We are live. We are on on a beautiful Saturday evening. Welcome to the Public Relations Podcast, episode one. Yes. If you're new here, welcome to the club, because so are we. We're new. Everywhere we go, we're new. And what better uh, activity to do when Melbourne is completely locked down than create a podcast? We missed it on the first lockdown. That's it. So I was almost happy that when... This is the universe speaking to us saying, boys... Have another go. Come round, on. Round two. Round two. Why round not? Two. Don't say no. Surely I, not again. I was almost happy when... Melbourne needs us. <laughs> Otherwise, there'll be a third stage of going through That's a true. lockdown. If we, if we didn't do it this time, That's lockdown it. number three, third so way... it has to happen. It is now happening and it feels good. I find it, it funny that the media is sort of saying like, oh, it's not, a, it's not a second wave. It's not really a second wave. Like they're all being really dicey about whether to label it. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. maybe. <laughs> no, I don't know anything. I, I'm not saying that I know the opposite. When the case numbers started to tick up, uh, everyone it was seems really like it's bigger than the first wave. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. I think yesterday we had 200 and, 288, and that's the record for Good the job. most number of cows. <laughs> Represent it's the it. Great Southland. But uh, everyone, everyone's being sort of dicey about whether to call it a second great wave or not. Tested land. And now. Yeah, well, what have we got? 30, I think they had 34,000 tests in one day. But they'd also get more efficient at testing. They'd be doing more testing. Mm. Like, it's much different to... Have you, have you been tested? No. I've been, I've been, I feel like I've heard that it's I a nasal swab. Come you know. on, mate. Yeah. I know myself. I've probably had it. You know, I I'm sick say, every day of the year, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> no. Sick or sick? I have chronic COVID. <laughs> I had it first, bro. You know, I'm, I'm just trendy like that. You, you know. were case one. Yeah. <laughs> you were case, case zero. Case zero. I birthed it. Oh my gosh. What, <laughs> were, you, what were you doing in Wuhan? <laughs> Imagine like the Associated Press rings you up. Hey, I like my bats, man. It's Jared. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's Jared. You, know, you say no as if, as if you didn't think it came from a lab. I reckon it came. You were in there with the bat in the lab. Mm. That's what everyone means when yep. they say it comes I had from a lab. conversation. I said, in the lab. <laughs> <laughs> it's a WHO office. This is too big to keep between us. Oh my Come gosh! On. You know what to do. You're gonna you're gonna get a phone. You call. tell your buddies. I'll tell my buddies. A direct line from the <laughs> WHO chairman, whatever. He's Speaking called. to a bat. Hello. <laughs> you have, you, do you have any disease? Is this the head bat? <laughs> sure is. WHO. Is this Mr. Batarang, head of uh, Bat Inc. <laughs> yeah, we hear you're manufacturing and exporting deadly uh, biosecurity weapons. Is that true? Do you have uh, SARS-3? No, no. Sir. Oh, SARS-2? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, we've got some of that. Sure, I'll take that. Easy. Oh, my gosh. The, the real kick in the nuts, I think, is that it's COVID-19, despite the fact that it's all... It's 2020. Well, all the death and destruction that has come out of this virus has occurred in 2020. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's... I, I don't know. A misnomer. I was thinking about this the other day. I reckon it's going to be one of those really good trivia questions to keep up your sleeve. Oh, like, like in 30 years' time, yeah, you're we'll at the be bar. sitting around and they'll be like, oh, what year was COVID-19? And then some idiot's going to be like, oh, it's 2020. <laughs> and you'll be like, no. <laughs> it's 2019. It is in the name. It is in the name. But <laughs> if anything, the question would be, instead of what year... Most people who will also be alive will think, oh, it's 2020, that That's was the true. worst year of my life. Where were most of the cases? Like, and what year were most of the cases? <laughs> that was a poor example. <laughs> Just don't have me on your trivia team. That's oh really the moral of that story. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm hoping that... <laughs> I deserve of, to die from that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Oh this is God. why it's around to clean up people like me, this the trivia <laughs> scumbags of the world, thinking they've rigged the it's game, but actually... COVID, aka C19, aka the trivia manipulator, aka mm. the Jared killer. The Zoomer Jared case remover. One. Zoomer remover. That's it. Most of the cases are Zoomers, like Zoomers and Millennials. If you look mm. at if you look at the graphs, look at the stats. I think just the collateral is across the zoomers. Yeah, because we don't we don't care. we don't die. <laughs> it's bad, it's but bad. we just lose our jobs. I think that's that's, true. that's what I mean. Yeah, no, that's you true. know we we contract it. We don't die. We don't feel the symptoms. But tell you what, we and do anything feel, we had going for the widespread economic fallout. Well, yeah, the <laughs> entire economy. Just if there tanking. wasn't enough uh, wage stagnation and just general mm. increase in price of living. No, it's true. COVID. It's true. Has finally, I think if you anything. want, if you want like a, I don't know, an authentic look at what it, what it's like to be a young person, you look at the price of <clears throat> uni and college, and then you look at the price of college and uni textbooks mm. versus like CPI or versus milk or fuel or something, and it's just insane. It's like and you look at wage growth and it's just <laughs> yeah, wages are flat. <laughs> so I think we're paying more and we're getting you're getting less. Essentially less because yeah. everything else is the going. college admissions sort of marketing guy like pay more get less that's it buy but two get one free. There is a question though for like quality of life outside of wage though in that yeah you like know a rising lived. tide raises all boats you know <laughs> trickle down economics like ultra liberal oh, economic that's it, theory that's it that's it no it's true but, but I mean if you have I think it's true I more people true. around everyone else is happier more access to resources and things that you really need. Mm. You know, doesn't always matter, but it's not a good thing. No, percent. You can't say it's a good thing. But I think, um, oh, but I don't know, the, the way that the universities have responded to even classes just being all online, no fee drops, yeah. no fee nothing, cuts. Nothing has changed. Like, I don't know. Is that irresponsible? I think the government, sort of a change to the university system. You is, think the government would at least say something, right? Or do something about it. Be like, hey, guys, mm, like we already give you enough and... money to run. The like price of streaming services, Netflix. All you have to do is just maybe reduce the fees by like mm. even five hundred bucks, which would be like thirty percent of what they usually cost. Yeah, and then they well they've come out. I, I pay like eighteen hundred, yeah, sixteen hundred per course, which isn't anything crazy. But if you think of the fact that a majority of that course is going to be given to me in person, but yeah. now not at all. No, it's true. What are you actually paying for? You're paying for last semester. I couldn't engage in any tutorials at all. Yeah. Like they were all online. And <laughs> you didn't engage in any. Well, I didn't, but <laughs> no, but see, part of the reason was, is that they needed you to have a, a separate device. Oh, that's right. I remember you saying, yeah. And they, Sorry, they give not, you the... not just a separate device, but two separate devices. One to, to like write on. see and, and see the other students and have a webcam, the mm. other one to write on. So it couldn't just be a second laptop. It had to be an actual iPad, a tablet, or tablet or... something like that. <clears throat> what I don't really understand is why you would get I mean I'm not really a tablet guy I don't I don't do that kind of thing I find it a bit clunky like I'm left-handed so yeah, yeah. it's already I'm just smearing my I just think you can spend your money better anyway. yeah but why would you get I don't even, I couldn't even name a single Android tablet on the market like anything other than Apple there's enough iPads to sort of keep track of. I, what's, what are they up to? <coughs> iPad Pro is the main one. 11, I think it is. 11, like 11 Pro and 11, I don't know. Because I was forced to look into them, right? Yeah. yeah. Never really considered about... 100 bucks. Yeah. Like, you've got to buy an iPad, but 
Here's a here's two hundred dollars to cover. But like also, a if you want a keyboard it. for it, so it's actually usable, that's another five hundred dollars. Mm. If you want a stylist to do and engage in the tutorials in the same way they've been saying, yeah. then you need another three hundred bucks just for that. All in the name of economic stimulus. And also pay your full your full price. I think it probably comes from if you're an online student, um, and if you you would pay the same as like if you were just an online student in. A commerce degree. I suppose that's a, the thing. They've always had online students. Mm. And so if they never kicked a fuss, then all you're doing is just increasing the amount of people online. Yeah. Because they do seem to have some classes that they're running now, mm. but like very select few. Well, what will happen to all the Hong Kong? Because obviously Australia has, now, as of a few days ago, I think, has um, accepted that they'll sort of take on people yep. fleeing from Hong Kong. Um and how the, I think that'll be a massive boost to the university sector because all of a sudden you've got a whole bunch of new people mm. who, I don't know, might have gone to Canada or the US or... But now they're coming to Melbourne and Sydney, really. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. And all the infrastructure problems that will come out of that as well. Mm. So, but how many people is that, really? I think it's only a couple What's the of population thousand. of Hong Kong? What is it? Like three million? No, no, I reckon it... I reckon I'm going like eight. eight oh, okay. Maybe? Wow. Let's have a look. Seven. Seven point four. There you go. Close. But even like, I don't know, Hong Kong, I suppose, for me, has always seemed bigger than it is. Like New York what is bigger. What was it in 1997? Oh. 97 was when. Five point, yeah, 97. Yeah. Uh, 6.5. Okay. So it's actually not grown all that much. Um, the interesting thing and the thing that kind of makes me cross about Hong Kong and what's happened there is, oh, well, look, depending on your opinions and all this kind of thing, but Hong Kong, the British actually didn't need to give over Hong Kong. Um, they had a 99-year lease after the Opium War on mm. sort of the tip of the peninsula, but ultimately that was then rescinded and fully annexed as part of the Second Opium War. Um, I should probably fact-check myself on this, but <laughs> the essentially the 99-year treaty only applied to... Certain first. portions, like oh. like essentially the land part that no one lives in now, or not no one, but the land part that doesn't contain Hong Kong proper. That was the only thing that they legally needed to cede back. So why did to it China? end the way it did? Wow, that's exactly right. I think million dollar question. The British, right there. There was no way that they, uh, I don't know. There was no way that they would be in a position to only sort of cede like part of Hong Kong and keep the best parts, because essentially that's what would have happened. Is that the last thing that Britain ceded? That was I it. Suppose? I think that was the death of the British Empire, that Hong Kong. Let me, let me just see. Um, Hong Kong British treaties. Because I know that... I did, I did sort of did some reading into it. Um, Treaty of Nanking was the end of the First Opium War. I'm just looking up here. Oh, this is going to take too much time. But yeah, as far as I'm aware, um, based on my... <laughs> Here am I talking like... <laughs> here am I talking like a proper historian. Like, so uh, uh, my guest today is a, a historian uh, expert. Uh, from the uh, Royal Society of uh, Historical uh, Scholars. Uh, but yeah, my understanding, my, my janky bro science history understanding was... <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> was that the British um, essentially only needed to cede back the, the land side territorial holdings... And there's not a lot of economic activity going on in that area. So, but mm. look, honestly, they're in no been? position. Hong yeah. Kong, no. Yeah. I've, no, I've just landed there a few uh, times, but never, never actually set foot. Mm. I, I don't think it's. 
going to be a hard place to visit from now, I think. Yeah. Like, well, it's just going to dissolve, essentially, right? I think the latest government advice was that you should recon- reconsider your need to be in Hong Kong. Um, because really? Of, because of sort of vaguely identified national security. The protests measures. are still going. Yeah. Well, still I going. mean, as of, they changed the law. So they changed the, the sort of security law in Hong Kong yeah. a few days ago. Right. Um, and then they just went around and arrested anyone and everyone that was, that was demonstrating. Mm. Um, but I think essentially it's game over. Game over for Hong Kong. The GDP yeah. is a portion of, you know, Hong Kong's GDP is a portion of the whole sort of Chinese um, GDP, economic activity overall, yeah. has just been plummeting. Mm-hmm. I think Shenzhen, which is across the river, across the border from yeah. Hong Kong, is pumping it out. Like, that's the that's the Silicon Valley of China, kind of. Mm-hmm. Again, feel free to fact check me on these uh, wild <laughs> maniac claims. As they say, the, the Silicon Valley of <laughs> the, China. As they, you know, as they say, somebody's never been, been to around, China you know. or Shenzhen. Uh, <laughs> The Silicon Valley of China, like, come on. <laughs> Silicon, yeah. There you go. The Bay Area, the Bay Area of, of China. Close to me. <laughs> I was oh, wow. watching a video on these guys. Um, <laughs> so you know how China does all, like, the facial monitoring and, and security mm. logging? And basically, if you have an infringement, like, if you if you jaywalk or if you do something that's in view yeah. of these cameras... No, I've heard of that. They just, they instantly find you. Your account is linked up with like their sort of security system. Mm. And there's, I think there was an Australian dude. Do you reckon it's worthwhile doing that? Like, of course it'd be really difficult to implement something like that in Australia or mm. the UK or anywhere else in the West like yeah. that. But what if there were some sort of advantage to it? So you think about what it would, do you think it would probably prevent any accidents that would occur. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. In the city, like if you don't, if you, all your pedestrians are now in control mm. because they're only crossing at these set times because they're going to get fined if they don't. Yeah. All of a sudden, as long as the cars obey the rules, yeah. then you've got a really good way to just this control a lot of these casualties up the whole the city question and of... prevent all this backlog that, mm. you know, like your civil liberties. What point is it infringing on civil liberties? If you're going to have if you're going to have electric cars as well, isn't that something you might need? Yeah. I think the ideal, like, sort of utopia, city utopia, is everything's AI. Movie. Have the you seen the movie? Oh. You know that scene, though? He's walking through and all the cars... <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, the, that's the dream. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see that, I'm like, oh, my goodness. I mean, this I is guess. me as, like, an eight-year-old kid. <laughs> oh, my Dude, goodness. I don't even think How do they dodge him? <laughs> He's just walking through and they're like... I reckon I've seen but the B movie is, though, right? like 50 times and 49 of those times were just like the B movie, but every time he says jazz, oh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so look, I vaguely know what you're talking about. I think that the, the utopia is Coruscant, you know, Star Wars episode three, Star Wars episode two, oh, yeah. Coruscant, like you've got all the cars just flowing in mm. this, in this urban dynamic that like they're all programmed with each other. They're locked into this grid. I would almost think, like, even Elon Musk with his Hyperloop thing. Yeah. How you just rock up to the cart, you get in, and it shoots you along this path, and you get to your destination super quick. I reckon that would be elite. Because there is a bit of a future with, I think, what we can do with GPS in general. And, like, you could actually probably guide and send information to a receiver Mm. of an AI that's inside a vehicle, 
and use that to guide itself across a city grid that was already that's essentially unchanging. Right? Yeah. The only thing is that the security risk is someone just needs to hack into that, and then your whole city is just cooked. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's almost like there's this weird latency between the technology that we have and what we're capable of in mm. terms of movement and locomotion and that yeah. altitude and you know. Well, I mean, you see how many planes just wipe each other out when they come into land. But then there's that latency. Not too many, but that technology, but also everything we're doing in terms of, I guess, firewall and... You know, like GPS has been around since the 70s. I'm going to fact check myself. GPS uh, invention date. I'm pretty sure like it was part of the the moon, the lunar program, which was 1969. Yeah, so the the US Department of Defense, 1973, they kicked off the GPS program and it was locked to the military, um, like first launched 1978. So it was locked to the, mm. the military for a while, but then um, it sort of was given widespread civilian use later on. Yeah. But like GPS has been around since 40 years, basically, since 1978, 1980. Mm. And we still use some of those original GPS satellites. Yeah, right? we do. Well, we use for the, the domestic civilian GPS, I'm pretty sure, mm. uses the original like 1980s. Yeah. technology that the u.s military sent up because you need three three yeah, yeah. individual satellites to be able to pinpoint a location but then can you imagine when they shot up the satellites and they realized that gravity sort of affect well i suppose they already knew that but <laughs> the gravity <laughs> oh, affected gravity. the time like yeah because you know how they have to have an atomic clock that's true in the satellites yeah, yeah. that has to be synced because obviously like position is position in time as well so you can't have your gps saying you're here when you were actually there like a minute ago or 20 seconds yeah, ago or whatever. Right. And so because the, the GPS satellites are far enough out that the clocks aren't fully right because of the way the gravity is weaker. Look, I, again, fact check, <laughs> fact check, fact check, baby. This is me. Well, this, it's this also like bro science rattling it's off. It's more but. so distance and, you know, gravity and what they're saying about gravity working in waves. And yeah, 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 yeah. There's something greater than what we sort of realize we, we just think of it something that's far off and it you know a clock is a clock and if they both start at the same time it's fine it's actually it's a, yeah. something to do with speed and no, distance and we don't want to pretend like we know anything about that that's what I but we like know that those things some somewhat matter they're yeah. gonna affect the time somehow i feel like engineering do. is just having this cool idea and then realizing that you have to just fix like a billion tiny things <laughs> in order for that cool idea to work yeah. like oh that's i'm gonna it. build a road between Melbourne and Sydney. Yeah. And then as you're building the road, you realize that, oh, oh. this this plane floods every 25 years. I'm building years. on a swamp. So you've got to build like all these tiny little... And I can't use this conglomerate metal like... Beam, otherwise it'll rust. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. but it'll sink. It's too heavy. Like how can I, you know, what surface area is needed to actually prevent it from sinking all the way in? I feel like, you know, I feel you like, like that with GPS, they like, send up the GPS like, oh, it'll work. Yeah, we just need three satellites. Yeah. Yeah, it'll, that's totally fine. And then they realize, oh, hang on. But the clocks are off. <laughs> I wonder though, because there was, I remember there was the dude, this will, will require a lot of fact checking, but right, this is I'm what ready. I've, I'm ready. this is my understanding, You'll hear me tap but back. essentially the guy or the team behind when the internet was first coming out and first being developed. Like the Australian, the Australian guys? Maybe. Could have been. I thought it was Wi-Fi. I think Wi-Fi that, that's is Wi-Fi. Australian, but yeah. 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 Um, which is what, in the late 80s, 90s sort of thing, when the first remnants of the internet were starting to get out and they were developing yeah, that. Who was it with? CIA, know. was it? Oh, I don't even know. Tim Tim Berners. Tim Berners Basically, League. the guy behind it, the team behind it, he really fought to have it be public property. 
Yeah, Tim, this is the guy, Tim Berners-Lee, right? Okay, so it is this guy. British engineer, uh, born in London. But it's sort of one of those things when, like, like good on him. Yeah. And you think about how much money he could have made, one, but mm. also how drastically different the world would be. If, if the internet was fully privatized. Yeah. You know what it would be? I can tell you right now. There'd be It would be competition? cable. Well, you know, you know how There'd cable just television different times exists? How, like, you have to buy... You know, you got to pay monthly for Foxtel. Ah, uh, yeah. And you got to pay for HBO to stream. Yeah. And you got to pay for Netflix to stream. Mm. It'd be that. It'd be different companies competing and selling bandwidth, which, mm. to be honest, is exactly what they do now. But as in, like, you'd have to pay to subscribe to a website yeah. and then to access that website. And I think it would just be so much more. And it would stifle so much growth, though. That's, oh, yeah. that's the main part of it, though. And you think of everything they're doing right now with Facebook and they're getting these drones to broadcast. Wi-Fi signals across remote parts of Africa to connect these small oh, villages right. and things like that, which I is really cool. I didn't know that. And even underwater right now, they're managing to get Wi-Fi um, underwater. Yeah, which is funny, oh, but, you know, it's just well, no, I mean, a bit of a tangent. If you're a guy... But think about the fact that all these small um, developing nations just wouldn't, not small, but as in small and what they can access with their Their, their economy means. size, their yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, development. Um, they just wouldn't be able to get on board as easy. And it would just leave... It would. Mm. Leave a lot of countries behind. Yeah, only those true. who could afford, and then only those within the country who could afford. I don't know. Would the government just buy out mm. access? Probably. Yeah, I think that's probably what. It's exactly more to say. This dude could have been. I mean, I'm sure he was well off, and he probably realized he had enough money anyway. Yeah. Well, he he actually so he was a professor at MIT. But it's like, um, but yeah, one of no. those things where if he just decided to, he sort of had every right to just make that call, mm. in a way. It's pretty fascinating. I think, but he didn't. And I think this good on him, and it took good wisdom, I suppose. Or mm, mm. gosh, even even to invent something like the internet. Because I remember I was chatting to my it's dad. It's a weird thing to even think it's an invention. And he was like, "Email is so dumb." When he first saw email, he was like, "What the heck is the point of that?" Yeah, you know, <laughs> what? Who would want to just instantly communicate? Even listening to the way he was talking about, it, I was like, "Of course, I would want that." Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> who who would want to instantly communicate with anyone mm. anywhere around the world? It's like, well. I would definitely. I think this, this society has grown and developed so much. I can't write yet, Dad. I'm yeah. free. I'd love that. I'm, stu I'm still learning. <laughs> Dad, I'm still learning. Well, even when I think instant messenger started to emerge. Oh, yeah. MSN, I mean, I, wa I wasn't really, you know. Didn't rock it. Didn't I wasn't it. doing much of those years when it first came out. But when it first started to be uh, in my... Sphere. Social sphere. <laughs> sphere. Yeah. yeah, that's it. My sphere of influence, I suppose, whatever. Um, when friends started speaking about it and my dad sort of mentioned it and you hear on the news mm. that it's starting to be a thing, even then I thought like, oh, isn't that a bit weird? Like, isn't email basically instant? Like, why can't we just Couldn't send emails? Just instant yeah. email back and forth. Because yeah. I had an email account when I was in you. What was Jay? I was nine years old. <laughs> No, 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 we don't no, need no, to... No, no, come on. All Zoomers have a uh, have an early, early email, email address that they still have That's somewhere it. with like eBay sending them... Well, not even eBay, like Club Penguin sending them spam mail. <laughs> just continuously until the end of time. It's mine was... 782 days. <laughs> mine was... Mine was... You ready? This is going to be... <laughs> mine was benob1 at hotmail.com. Ooh. Huge Star Wars fan, See, so I had to... I thought... Obi-1, I was like... My first email, which isn't in use anymore, which is why I can say it's just jaredcampaignatbigpond.com. No, let's hear it though. I want, I want to hear your which like, was, that was my OG first. Zoomer. That was my first email ever. What? When you were nine? 
Yeah. You had the foresight to well, make... The, a, <laughs> I know. <laughs> to make a really handy, professional... Jared can be at bigpond.com. You know, <laughs> Big Pond, unfortunately, doesn't do email anymore. Or at least my era of bust. the accounts. Telstra owned them for a while. And then I think they've gone bust. I don't know what it is. I can't on, access my the dad email anymore. It still works, though. So I can still sign up for places. But like, as the second they go, like, we send the code to your email address, I'd be like, like ah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I can't do anything, of course. Big but that was pond. my first one. Because my mum and dad, my like Greg, uh, sorry, my dad was Greg, and my mum was. <laughs> what your dad was Greg? <laughs> well, just Greg Campion, you know the same, you know name, first name, just last Greg. name. Greg, imagine Bitcoin. that. That'd be elite. I wish you could buy. You know how there was that whole phase of like buying uh, web addresses. Like someone, I, I saw this interview with a guy who bought milk.com. like milk.com. and he just thought he was the coolest guy. Like, oh yeah. Do you ever think about doing that though? No, no. Like, just, just, like, going well, and registering, we... registering a cool little website and be like, oh, yeah. No, because they've all been... Dog.com. Okay, well, Some here, this is why that. I wouldn't do Look it. Look up dog.com. <laughs> because I will do that. But the reason he thought, he was like, yeah, he had that exact thought. Yeah, if I buy milk.com, I'm going to have all these people offering me, like, hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars just to mm. use this stupid email address. And he was on this... It's a I thing. he was on a podcast, but... Dog.com. That's great. There you go. Well, if you'd set that Put up... it up on the browser. Back in, like, 90... 93 you would have made, made probably 40 grand that was my year. yeah 40 grand no this guy he bought milk.com well he he got it for back in when the internet first kicked off mm. and he actually first of all i would never buy milk.com even if i was a milk even if i was a dairy farm even yeah. if i was like a in the milk industry calcium board you know i would not buy you know <laughs> calcium like, board ca- you know calcium board member yeah, yeah, like sure, one of those sure, dudes yeah, I know. In, <laughs> tipping tipping Buckets of calcium into the into San Francisco's water supply. I wouldn't even do that. But anyway, he got an offer. I think, again, fact check city. But <laughs> he got a big offer, right? I remember listening to this podcast thinking like, are you kidding? You idiot. Take the offer. He got this big offer from like the LA milk sort of union, you know, right. dairy union yep. to buy milk.com. And he turned mm, it down. Dairy farmers or something. Yeah, something like that. And he turned it down. He didn't get another offer. And he still owns milk. I don't know. I wonder if there's Why anything on it. Why wouldn't you sell it? Like, Oh, he was so up himself. He was so far up himself. He was inside out. Like, properly. <laughs> there you go. This is the guy. This is the original dude. There you go. I remember. That's him. Welcome to Milk, milk communications. communications Co-op. But every C in Communications and Co-op is replaced with a K. We are looking Fantastic. at essentially an, a website. Every single C that should be there on the website is replaced with a K. Oh, you got a job with Slack. Huh. I got milk. People are... Ca- oh, no. Okay, I'm going to read this out. I'm going to read this it out, deserves for, the, a read out for the listeners. You can, you can react. You can interject so that it's interesting. I'm ready. All right. People occasionally email me about buying the domain milk.com from me. I used to respond to such requests with, how much are you offering? These days, if you don't mention a number, I probably won't email you back. So already I'm thinking, who is this douchebag like that? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Don't mention it. <laughs> what do these people say? Like, oh, a lot of money. Can you could I'm doing some money. Start- <laughs> I'm doing a milk startup. Uh, we'll yeah. talk later. Like, yeah. Oh my god, they're not using numbers. Right. We go on, onward. However, let me warn you that I like the name. Like is italicized, and I have a reasonably well-paying job. Okay. Reasonably well-paying. So he said he doesn't need the money. Oh He's got nothing to lose. What a douchebag, honestly. So it'll, it'll have to be a pretty <laughs> damn good offer. Note that a number in brackets in whole US dollars. So okay. he's, he's not taking he's not taking a Swedish kroner. Is that even a Danish kroner? I don't even know. He's not taking pounds sterling. He's not taking 
Renminbi. Is he Chinese also not, Renminbi? He's, he's not taking cents? You can check Is that it. what you're saying? No, no. Whole US dollars. No cents. Whole. Okay. Which includes fewer... I can respect a whole Here you go. This is very good. Here, here. Okay. None of that 98 cents crap? A number which includes fewer than eight significant digits Ooh. to the left of the decimal point. Ooh. Does not constitute to pretty damn good. I love that. So some dude is sending me in like 1.0000. At this point, like he's had to clarify. No, no. To the left of the decimal point. At this point, I'm thinking like, are you kidding? You don't deserve, like, you don't deserve even a visitor. You know what? I wish I'd like looked at this site through a VPN or something. So I could send him an amount. Okay, stay tuned, folks. <laughs> We're going to send him... Oh, hey, that's a good idea. All right. Second, next level. Uh, okay. To the left of this point does not constitute pretty damn good in my book. That is, if you're not offering 10 million, Ooh. I'm not interested. Gosh. Oh, so he goes on after he's made it yeah, yeah. really specific. If it's not 10 million. Of how many digits he's gone and said, by the way, that's 10 now, million. Now, what kind of maniac company director is going to spend... <laughs> Ten million dollars. Where's he getting his numbers from? Is he like looking at like cheese.com, eggs.com, other dairy products and going like, you know what? Some delinquent. I've got milk. Milk's in a lot of things. Pretty prevalent. Some delinquent that backs himself so much that he's picked up this janky web address that he can't sell. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Many people ignore the above and still seem to insist that I should be willing to take less. Keeping in mind that, as I said, I like the name. Okay. Realize now... That if I'm going to sell on, sell out, sorry, I'm going to do it right. Furthermore, I've done my research, he says. Done my research. Okay. According to their information website, this is where he justifies the $10 million price tag. This is the okay. part that got me. I was, I was, I was raging. My skin was red. I, was, I had tears streaming down my face. I had smoke steam. I can see them right now. Yeah, well, I, look, I'm getting a little bit flustered right now just talking about Pretty it. Clearly. According to their information website, the National Milk Processor promotion... Gee, that's a freaking mouthful. According to their information website, the National Fluid Milk Processor Promotion Program... Fluid milk. Not solid milk. Fluid milk. <laughs> that's great. Dude, that's, that's going to be fake. <laughs> that's going to be fake. Yeah, he's Straight probably up. made that up. That is, what? Say it. What is got it? got a link. The National Fluid Milk Processor Promotion Program. So there's a National Solid Milk Processor Promotion Program. There's a few of them. It's I only like want the fluid. What about the state one? Oh my god. None of the curd. Okay, this is the USDA. Okay, it's not made up. Okay. I can confirm. I fact checked myself. It's not made up. That's I, it. I fact checked this guy, right. Dan. He's called Dan as well. Can you believe that? He's called Dan? Dan. Like a name like Dan. I love Dan. One of my good mates. One of our good mates is called Dan. Mm. But anyway, maybe not I'll anymore. Just cross with this guy. <laughs> yeah, look. Actually, after reading this. Okay. I've been put off all Dan. Onwards. <laughs> onwards. Uh, they had annual revenues of approximately $103 million in 2012. And then he's linked to uh, their financial statements. They use this to fund various marketing efforts, including a couple, <laughs> a couple of ad campaigns. Okay. Not multiple, not hundreds. Just a couple. Just a couple. Just like, anyway. Meaning two. Clearly. But probably a little more than two. He, he's, this, is, this is his point. This is like the thesis. <laughs> this is the chunk. <clears throat> Clearly, if these guys yep. wanted it, they could afford to buy the domain. Okay. I see what he's doing. No, I like it. I like it. He's going like, you know what? This makes sense. You know, I've got a website. Oh it's milk. Gosh. They oh like gosh. milk. They've got money. 
and they're happy to pay that amount of money. They have that in their budget, you know, oh, 10 mil. Can't 10% of their annual revenue. <laughs> but you know, the meme, the, the, the cooked thing is honestly, the thing that makes and me... And think about this free marketing, this oh. promotion that we're doing right now in this podcast, right? Yeah, honestly, There's got to be a buyer out there. We should beep out this whole segment. Okay. We could be his brokers. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. Because the main thing, right? Yeah. Not only is he asking for ten, at least ten percent. Like okay. that's that's not the, the door only opens at ten million. Oh, anything true, less true, than true, that true. is like see you later. I'm yeah, not sorry. even responding. Oh, okay. So <laughs> anything more, that's ten percent of their revenue. Okay, at least. But this isn't just right. some like private lackey. This isn't some private company. This isn't okay. some like entrepreneurial milk vendor. Okay. This is the U.S. government. <laughs> okay. So he's saying. Unless you're going to give me ten, at least $10 million of taxpayer money. he's also paying tax, presumably. Taxpayer money. So he's going to be buying his own website oh to an effect. Yeah, well, actually, that's so true. In fact, <laughs> in fact, actually, that's so true. He's just getting a $10 million tax refund. And how old is he now? He's probably putting a bit of money into tax, oh right? Oh, my gosh. Okay, onward. <laughs> I'm going to keep going. Yeah. I don't have an official link for the... Oh, man. I don't have an official link for the California Milk Processor Board. Okay. But according to this article in the UC Davis Innovator, in 1999... Yep. Their revenues were a more modest $27 million a year. Okay. Which they use for the Got Milk ad campaign, amongst other things. I did like that one. That was a a cracker. So if if they can pull out a globally so wait, recognized Got Milk ad campaign, he's saying their with revenue, a revenue of twenty seven mil. So not it's even, even profit, so not though. even profits. Yeah, We're just talking revenue. Yeah. Honestly, this so, guy. Oh, dude, I'm like, <laughs> I'm raging. Okay, next. That's, Maybe that's it's a bit good. more of a stretch for them. Maybe. It, maybe it's just a little Maybe. bit more Maybe they could pull together. Compared to their national counterpart, but they could definitely afford the domain too if they wanted it badly enough. Okay. And that's it. That's the whole statement. Milk.com. Oh, so, well, uh, I wish him well. I don't. I like. I mean, it's stupid. Without being too dark and, it's and cruel to the guy. Like, <laughs> C19, where you at? But it's the sort of thing <laughs> like, that I guess in theory, it's only going to go up in value, whatever that value is, which would be way, 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 way less than what he's saying. Let's go hypothetically. It's only going to go up across time. What if it was 200 no, years in the future? It's not property, though. It's not really, it's I not suppose. Real. It's not bricks and mortar. And there's nothing to say that milk.com is going to do any better than like gotmilk.com or well, milking.com. Like, do people really care? You're defending this dude, Dan, and I don't like it. How do you find a website? <laughs> do you type in the website no, donate? I, t- I type it into you type donate. It. <laughs> do, I just smack it straight <laughs> into Google. <laughs> donate. <laughs> That's almost more. Domain. Donate. <laughs> donate. Oh, man. We've been. This is. Gone too long. Gone too long. <laughs> yeah. That's the that's the ticker. No, what we'll do? Uh, but no, you type it into Google though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, 100%. you don't type in the domain. I type in <laughs> <laughs> two from two, baby. I said domain. But let's go to milk. I'm just gonna type in milk into Google. See what comes up. John's Milk Bar, <clears throat> like round the corner from us, and then the Wikipedia article for milk. So I think next week what we're gonna do. We are going to contact, we're going to reach out to this guy. Yeah. No promises because, like, I really doubt he's going to respond. <laughs> but I reckon what... Get him on the show. If you were a... If you were probably a middle-aged, <laughs> definitely recently divorced, public sector mm. dairy operator. Yeah. What would be your pitch? It has to be north of 10 mil, so we're already in a bind. But what would be your pitch to pick up the illustrious milk.com? Don't name 
Donate, donate. <laughs> what is it? What is it now? We've lost it. Oh, domain, 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 domain. What would be your pitch? I'd probably just say 10 or 12, maybe 12. That way he answers the email. He opens it up. Let's oh, I see. So you're saying if we were to contact him. I want to, I want to contact we him to, as the well, we know. We know what the rules are. We have yeah. to just go straight up. 12 mil. Look, this is our revenue for the year. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, 200 yeah. mil. <laughs> yeah. We can definitely afford the site. I just want you to give like... Us, I'll give you some figures oh. and I want you to tell us what we think we should... What you think we should offer you. We'll just give you, you know... Oh my gosh. All right. <laughs> Let's wrap it up there. Stay tuned, folks. We're going to reach out to this guy, Dan, at milk.com. Mm. We're going to offer him a, a, a lofty sort of suggestion of $12 million for the domain name. Obviously, neither of us have that kind of capital lying around. It is a recession after all, but... Uh, That's true. We'll see what we can... We'll see what we can pull from... Pull, pull, pull. <laughs> see what we can pull from, uh, from Mr. Dan. Yeah. Maybe some milk. Maybe some, oh, man. On that note. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Public Relations Podcast. Enjoy your week. Thanks for your time. <laughs>